quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. This episode is sponsored by Byheart. Byheart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, alpha-lac, found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. Byheart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. Byheart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim. What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood. Yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connective parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Hi, welcome back to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm Michelle. I'm glad you're here. And I took some suggestions from my Instagram story and I got a lot of great responses. And one of the responses that I received asked, ways to get out of rewards and consequences at home. And this is right up my alley because I love talking about rewards and consequences and the inefficiency of them and the idea that they make things worse. And I I like how this person phrased it. They said, you know, how to get out of them. Like, I do think that that's a real feeling for people that they're so stuck inside of the consequences and the rewards that they can't pull themselves out of it because it feels like it's too hard, that they can't possibly parent without them. And I think we falsely believe that we um, have to be dependent on rewards and consequences in order to get things done. So if we zoom out a little bit and we think about parenting, if we're using rewards and consequences, if we're using punishments, they're same thing in my mind, we're usually using them to modify behavior. So we're using them to get our child to do something or not to do something. And this becomes the very nucleus of parenting for many people. They're so focused on getting a child to do something or getting a child to stop doing something that they become hyper-focused in that way. And then they get really tight and upset and their whole life becomes this, how do I get my kids to do something? And that becomes a very sad place to parent from. And it becomes a very sad place to be a kid in if all you feel like is somebody's trying to get you to do something. And if we are really focused that way, then our our outcome can't be good, right? It can't be joyous. It can't be relationship-based. 
So first and foremost, before we can even get to this idea of consequences and rewards, I want us to think about what do you want out of parenting? What is your goal? Before we think, how do I get my kid to do X, Y, and Z? How do I stop using punishments and and rewards? Let's think for just a minute. What do you want out of this endeavor for 18 years and afterwards, but 18 years in your home or 20 or whatever, where you really have influence because they're living with you? What do you want out of that? What's your goal? Let's do some goal setting. I'll tell you for me, my goal is to have a lovely relationship with somebody this person, these people for the rest of my life, because from 18 until 50, they're not going to be in my house. They get to choose if they want to come back. And what do I want that to look and feel like? And I better start cultivating it the moment they come out of that womb, because you don't have a lot of time. You have way less time with them in your house than you have with them outside of your house. So instead of being focused on how do I get my kids to do something, because that's usually where this idea of rewards and punishments comes from, it's how do I form a good relationship with somebody? So if we use that as our like umbrella idea, then how do we want to conduct ourselves to get that, right? We want to get that relationship. We want to get that connectedness. So how do we get there and live in a harmonious relationship with our children? First and foremost, we cannot control other people. And when you're using rewards and punishments, that is the ultimate control. Then thinking to yourself, what would you want as a kid? Would you want your caretaker to punish and reward you? Also, in your most loving relationship, in your romantic relationships, in your close familial relationships, in your friendships, how do you want that to look? What do you want that conduct to be like? And do you want it to include rewards and punishments? Now, the reason I'm going around it about it this way in this discussion is because it isn't so much here. Let me tell you exactly what you need to do. But what I really want you to think about is your mindset and your ideology and your thought process. Because when we change those things, and I've talked about it a lot on the podcast, but it, it keeps coming up for people. And I think we, we need to hear things many times, right? I need to hear things a lot of times before I kind of get it. So the mindset is what's wrong with that question, right? Because if you had a different mindset, you wouldn't be asking me that. You wouldn't be saying, how do I, how do I stop using the consequences and the rewards? Instead, you would think, wow, I don't want to do that because it doesn't feel good. It doesn't promote relationship. And so it won't cross my mind to even use those things because those things don't cultivate love, unconditional love. So people will say, how do I get my kid to do the things? Because that's really what we're talking about. If we really want to, you know, parse it out, this person and many people and myself included, all of us, we want to get our kids to do what we want to get our kids to do. We need them to do things and we use threats and bribes and punishments and consequences and rewards to get them to do that, those things because they won't do it any other way. Now, therein lies a bigger problem. If your child won't do what you ask them to do, it's because there's a connection problem. So I can tell you all day long, like, oh, you know, you should offer alternatives or you should ask them kindly or you should come to them on their level. And yeah, there's all these little things that might help. 
but they're not going to make the bulk of things move. What moves in our relationships is, is when we feel good, when we feel connected, when we feel loving. Before we continue, let's take a moment to thank our sponsors. Their support lets us keep bringing you the show completely free. ADHD affects so many of our families and finding the right care can be a challenge. With Done, you can get the care you need 24-7. At donefirst.com, you have an expert team who can help you get personalized treatment for you and your sweet kids. ADHD doesn't have to jeopardize the connection you share with your family. Take a free one-minute assessment and book an appointment with a licensed ADHD clinician as soon as the next day. Get continuous care, one-click refills, insurance coverage, and 24-7 care team support with Done for just $79 a month and pharmacy co-pays as low as $0. Visit get.donefirst.com forward slash podcast to learn more. Done. Turn ADHD into your strength. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before my period. I always used to feel like I was walking in quicksand and craving the most unhealthy of foods. My sleep was always off and my moods were unpredictable. Now it's easier to manage PMS with EstroControl. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality and it shows. And the biggest benefit, feeling like myself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 14,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off the entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code PEACE at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code PEACE for 15% off today. Thanks for supporting our sponsors. Now back to the show. So if your children feel good about you and your relationship, if they feel secure and they feel loved unconditionally, and they feel respected, and they feel like you're on their side no matter what, and that you're not focused on just getting them to do things, but you're more focused on the relationship, they can feel that. They can feel it from you. So if you're feeling in your heart and your soul, like, I'm just trying to get this done. I just want them to listen to me. I just want to make it happen. They're vibing off of you. They can tell. And that might make some of them stick in deeper and have this counter will. So we have to change our thought process. We have to change our mindset. We have to come with more love and more kindness and more connection. And when we do that, we get more love and kindness and connection in return. And also a byproduct of that is cooperation. And then when you get organic cooperation, because you have a connected home, you don't think twice about a threat or a bribe or a consequence or a punishment because it's not necessary. Now, let's be honest. (laughs) Nobody is going to be 100% cooperative ever. Man, I've talked about the garbage. For those of you who are who are loyal listeners, you're probably like, Michelle, please stop talking about the garbage, but I'm going to keep talking about it. I swear, this kid, Pia, she does not want to take out the garbage. And some days when she's in a place, she was, so she came home from dance 
She had danced like five or six hours. She'd gone to school all day. Then she had danced for five or six hours. The kid dances a lot, 25 hours a week, maybe more in some weeks. She came home and the garbage was full. The garbage was full. The recycle was full. And I'm of the mind, like I leave it. And I left it there most of the day, you know, tied up and ready for her. And I I said, honey, can you please take that out before you go to bed? Sure, mom, sure, mom, sure, mom, sure, mom. Do you think she took it out before she went to bed? Well, she went to bed after I did. So I woke up to all the crap in the kitchen just sitting there. And I was like, oh, this kid. Now, does it mean we have a bad relationship? No. Does it mean we're disconnected? Maybe. Maybe she wasn't feeling that good about me. We hadn't had a moment to connect recently. We hadn't really spent a lot of time together. That could have been a byproduct. She's also in a bad place. She was tired. She had been working hard all week. It was Friday and she had dancing all night and she didn't want to do it and she didn't do it. And she wasn't, you know, she wasn't cooperative. But I got up in the morning and I asked her again. My whole thing is I don't take it out. I don't, I let it pile up. And I, I, that's my limit. Like I let it pile up, but you're still going to have to take it. And she ended up taking it out the next morning. It wasn't ideal. I didn't want the garbage sitting there all night. I certainly didn't want to clean it up myself and it wasn't ideal and it isn't always ideal. But having also said that, I don't have a lot of cooperation problems in my house. We've got this garbage thing that makes me insane, but my kids pretty much you know, they do clean up after themselves. They, they know what the rules are. There's very few of them, you know, be kind and respectful. Sometimes they're not, sometimes they're not kind and respectful. Sometimes they say the wrong thing and that's okay too. I don't judge them and I don't chastise them for it. It's not a hundred percent foolproof is what I'm trying to say, but it's good. And I think that is good enough. If we can get 80%, 90% cooperation by using connection, we're doing pretty good. And that kind of cooperation is the kind of cooperation that doesn't come at the expense of the relationship you share with your child. So the threats and the bribes and the consequences and the punishments and the rewards come at the expense of your relationship because kids don't like them. If you're using them, now I'm back to the question, right? If you're using my personal advice, go cold turkey. I would just try to get rid of them as fast as I could. And I would replace it with lots of connection. Now people say, what's connection? Well, connection is a bunch of things, right? It's empathy. It's special time. It's coming with play. It's, you know, not yelling. It's not using punishments and threats and bribes is also connection. It is, you know, allowing failure and using natural consequences and it's not hovering, but it's being supportive. It's, it's a myriad of things, right? So we have to kind of build all of these things. It's play, right? It's play to intervene in hard situations. It's it's a myriad of all of these things. And you use them on a daily basis that start to really cultivate connection in your home. If you're like, I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't know what connection is. Listen to the early podcasts. They're really good. I think the first 10 to 15 are really great. Join the Connected Parent Mastermind. Join our group coaching. It's awesome. It's so good. It's a year long and it's a deep dive into connection. And it will bring you some clarity that you've never had. We have some incredible folks in there and they've had such good you know, insights and um, successes. And they've really come into their own in their parenting because they've done this whole ideology shift. 
here's what one person says. She says, I just got to say, I could watch and listen to you all day long. She's saying of me about me. I don't think I, I would say that. <laughs> you have a true gift of explaining things and your advice is always on point for every single person's question and what she's watching the recordings of the calls that we have each week. You come up with the best answer ever within seconds and you explain it in such a perfectly descriptive way, acting it out so we can use the same exact tactic with our own children. I absolutely love it. I am by far finding these support call recordings the most helpful. So thank you to everyone for being so vulnerable. Michelle, thank you for you for taking the time to offer such sweet guidance and support on all of us. I am gaining a lot of valuable information from these videos. She goes on and on and says a bunch of really sweet stuff. But I guess this is the idea. Like you might need help getting to their the connection. Connection is kind of a nuanced type of, of idea in parenting. If you come to the Connected Parent Mastermind, you get weekly calls. Where in February we're starting to have a Thursday call. We also have a Tuesday call. Plus, you get all the materials. I, you know, run those calls once a month, and my coaches run those calls, and they're amazing. You get also the school community where you get to interact with folks. So if you're like, I don't know how to do this, there's two places to go. Go to the very beginning of this podcast and listen. Also, join the Connected Parent Mastermind Group Coaching Program. It's amazing. I'm going to put the link in the show notes and um, I hope to see you there. It's, it's an incredible little spot. Plus we have our school community you get to join. So you get to interact you know, via the internet in a, in a written way and ask questions and talk to people and, and join in our challenges. We're starting a um, special time challenge today. All kinds of really fun stuff. So I hope this was helpful. I hope you have a little mindset shift, a little aha moment. And if you don't dive deeper, we're here. There's lots of great stuff. Thanks for listening. I hope to see you next time. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com.